Hello and welcome back to the Always Moving Podcast. I am your host, Lyndon Savanto, and today I am talking about wrestling. Yes, uh, this past weekend I was at the 2024 WWE Royal Rumble, and I gotta tell you, I, I don't watch wrestling anymore. I love, I still will throw back on some of the some of the classic matches maybe that I've seen when I was growing up. You know, like Undertaker, Triple H, all these guys. But now they've all moved on. They've retired or they've taken on front office roles. And before I jump into the Rumble, not going to really make any comments about the Vince McMahon stuff. Because if it's true, uh, it's pretty messed up. And it's also pretty unsurprising. But I'm going <laughs> to leave it at that. Um, so Royal Rumble was held this past weekend here in uh, St. Petersburg. Which is just across the bridge from Tampa. At the at Tropicana Field where the Tampa Bay Rays play, so my wife and I are saying like we gotta go. One of her coworkers said that one of his friends had worked for the WWE and he had free tickets to go to the show. So we're like, well, we can't miss out on this. It was an action-packed weekend here in the Bay. Uh, Gasparilla Festival is happening, so it's like a a pirate-themed annual holiday. This big pirate ship comes into the Bay. Everyone dresses up like pirates. Uh, at the same time, there was a Tampa Bay Lightning game, and then there was Royal Rumble. Now, um, I've never been to actually any WWE event in my life, which I think is kind of surprising because I was huge into it when I was growing up. And they used to do shows in Edmonton and all that, but never actually been to one. And I loved it. There's something something unique to uh, to the atmosphere at a, a big wrestling event. Um, it's unlike anything else. Like I've been to every baseball stadium. Go buy my book on Amazon, The Great Baseball Road Trip. Uh, I've been to hockey games. I've been to a baseball game overseas, Aussie Rules football. I played at the Pan Am Games and visited all the different spectator sports that you could watch, the basketball, the swimming. And wrestling was just, there was such a different, different vibe. There was um, people of all ages, people of... You know, different ethnicities, different uh, sizes, <laughs> however you want to say. There was just someone from every representation possible at this event. And uh, the way they all interacted with each other, the way you know, the way they got into it when a wrestler would come out or something would happen in the event, uh, they, would just, they would just talk to each other. It was like, um, you know, because wrestling is predetermined and there's the storylines and all that so you get into it as if you're uh you know a, f- a fan of what whatever comics movies and then you you connect with uh, the people around you based on that it's not like oh you cheer for this team i cheer for that team and maybe there's animosity there this one is you know maybe you don't like the wrestler but you're into the story and you're like oh this person did this or do you remember when that that oh look at this they're lining each other up and you see you see um you know your your entertainment coming to life right in front of you and it, it was a uh, it was really uh, it was special to see you know i'm not into wrestling that much anymore but i still love what the actual product is 
uh, depending on the brand, whatever, whatever. But the but the atmosphere in the stadium was amazing. Like especially Royal Rumble. I feel like that's the that's the event besides maybe WrestleMania. But I feel like Rumble is the event where you're you're fully engaged the whole time because there's new people coming out. You don't know who it's going to be, and um, I was just I was impressed with the crowd and how how into it people around me were or. You know, someone would get thrown over the ring and they would high five each other. They weren't even together. It was a, it was a pretty unique, unique crowd. And there, it said there was forty eight thousand people there. And I've been to plenty of Rays games. <laughs> it doesn't get anywhere close to that. So to see the stadium, uh, just bumping like that, just crowded up to the gills. We were like top row. I didn't even know. Like they don't even open the top of Tropicana Field. So, um. Yeah, the atmosphere and the connection in the crowd was was something pretty special. Um, but getting into the event, the event. So, first was the women's Royal Rumble, which I'm quite sure is not a hot take. But I've seen a lot of comments online that the women's Royal Rumble was better than the men's Royal Rumble, and it was super impressive. Like uh, I barely knew any of the women involved because I don't watch the show. It was the same with the men, so you can't be like, oh. <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was something just impressive because I remember growing up, and a lot of the women were, you know, more looks based, and you know, they might not have been as physically skilled. Some of them were, but a lot of them, not a lot, but some of them were just simply there based on their look. But everyone in the the women's Royal Rumble was so physically impressive. Phenomenal athletes. There were some that I've never seen before or heard of that really uh, that really impressed me. There was one uh, Jordan Grace. She's this power lifter, and she's just jacked. And she <laughs> she was just picking picking women up from the ground, no problem, just slamming them down. And um, I was impressed with her. She was she was awesome. She didn't win, but. Um, yeah, but she was just a powerhouse. I was super impressed with her. Um, Jade Cargill, which I later found out it was her WWE debut, was amazing. She got one of the biggest pops uh, of the whole night. So, like, a pop is, like, when they make their entrance and the crowd crowd blows up. And um, everyone was so pumped to see her. I figured she was, like, a mainstay. Um, turns out it wasn't the case. It was her <laughs> WWE debut, which was... Um, which was just super impressive because she did so well and uh, she, uh, yeah, she's got a bright future. I think she's super talented, super physical, super strong and um, yeah, she was super impressive. So uh, Jade Cargill, another arguably maybe one of the biggest pops of the whole night was Becky Lynch, who I kind of knew because you see her in the commercials and everything. Um but like seeing her was great. And then there was all these women like I I've never seen before who all just equally impressive, all just doing doing their thing. Like uh Bailey ended up winning it. Asuka was awesome. Then you just kinda get it's hard to not get infected like into it and just be like, Yes! Like boo that person if everyone's booing them and all that stuff. So um Bailey ended up winning the women's event. It was a uh, it was really, really Really cool, very unique thing. Um, the Royal Rumble actual event is, you know, every 90 seconds a new wrestler comes down and you have no idea who it is. So then the entire crowd gets in, 10, 9, the countdown, 
And then there's like a brief little pause, like a two second, one second pause. Then the music hits and everyone loses their mind, especially when it's a, a huge star they want to see. So for the women, I'd say it was like Becky Lynch, Jade, um, when Naomi apparently uh, was making her return. She also got a huge pop. So for the women, it was that. For the men, CM Punk, Cody Rhodes, uh the Uso brothers at the beginning, everyone was super into them. And the way that the the Usos would, um, they would get the crowd into it, doing like their dance and stuff, and everyone knew what to say. It was like yeet and no, which I have no idea what that means. But everyone was, they would like chop each other back and forth. And one guy saying must be yeet, and the other says no, and it's like yeet, no, yeet, no. And the whole stadium, 48,000 people is saying this. And like, it was it was just special. It was just unique to be a part of something like that because you know, as someone who doesn't watch the current like roster, or the show, or era, what whatever you say, um, still got fully into it. So the women's rumble was awesome. After that, there was the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. It was a fatal four way between Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, LA Knight, and AJ Styles. And that was a pretty cool match. I mean, it's it's super different from the Royal Rumble event, obviously. But it was really neat. You know, I've seen Randy Orton growing up. Um, You know, Roman Reigns is such a prominent figure uh, in the WWE and the promotion. This guy, LA Knight, is a a huge up-and-coming star that everyone really got into and cheered for him. And everyone really liked AJ Styles too, so it was a pretty cool fatal four-way match. They go in and out of the the ring. Randy Orton hit a hit a triple RKO and got them all. So um, Roman Reigns ended up winning, but it was it was pretty cool. It was, for me, one of the things as someone who doesn't watch um, the current era, the, there was the little things that you know brought me back to when I watched when I grew up was even the ref counting and you just know it's not going to hit so you get you get a one two and you know it's not going to be three but even though something kicks it or something and the whole crowd goes oh no oh loved it it just reminded me of all those matches where you know if you're cheering for undertaker or whatever and it's like kurt angle's gotta be down this is it finally put kurt angle away and i kicked out (laughs) and it was there was so much so much buzz in the in the at, or the atmosphere in the crowd at that time, and every time someone would kick out, it was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> but, but I tell you, that was a good time. And then uh, so Roman Reigns run that one. So then the next match was Logan Paul, the famous YouTuber turned WWE star. For the, he's the United States champ, and he was fighting Kevin Owens, who's from Quebec, and you know. Logan Paul is such a, I guess, a polarizing figure. He's super successful, but there's a large amount of people that don't like the Paul brothers and stuff. But from what I've seen, which isn't a lot, but from what I've seen of Logan Paul, he's the ideal wrestler. Everything about him, ideal like prick wrestler you want to you want to cheer against. He's super physical. He's chiseled. He's super. Like, he's got an amazing physique, but he's also, like, such a weasel. (laughs) He's, like, that perfect weasel guy. 
for me growing up, it was like a, like a Kurt Angle kind of thing. They would, they would always keep winning, and it's like, I hate this guy. But physically, just so talented. And I was super impressed with him. Um, you know, he's a huge celebrity. He's super popular all over the board. So it could have just been like a push of this star that turned wrestler to get attention get eyes and maybe it was but i think he he's super impressive in the ring and uh the 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 ending of the fight was awesome because you know he's he's kind of this cheating guy to you know get the advantage so he he gets these brass knuckles he's gonna hit kevin owens but then kevin stops it puts the brass knuckles on knocks him out to much to the applause of the audience everyone was losing their mind because one two Three, Kevin Owens wins. He's going to win the title, but then the ref sees he had the brass knuckles and disqualifies him, and Logan Paul wins. And it's the, such the perfect, like, weasel. Like, you hate that guy, but he won, and it just really gets you. Like, I'm not into the storyline at all, and it still got me. <laughs> like, it just worked. And uh, kudos to those two. Kevin Owens and Logan Paul put on a good show, and uh, it was really impressive. I was very impressed with Logan Paul. I, uh, I'll admit it. <laughs> and then, then it was the Mettons Rumble. Similar to the women's, you know, 30, 30 com- or opponents come in. And they got to throw them over the top rope. And the it was just awesome. It was just like the women's. I think the women's was probably slightly better. Um, but the men's was, it was still great. And there was always, like, these rumors heading into the event. Like, maybe The Rock's going to be there. Or maybe this guy's going to be there. So when the countdown came everybody's just glued like is it gonna be is it gonna be like if you smile like uh he never came <laughs> but we still got all these people i knew some of the some of the wrestlers like carlito came out i remember him and um and the biggest pops were definitely cody rhodes and cm punk who ended up being the final two with cody rhodes winning it all and getting his title shot for wrestlemania but um it was super it was just it's such a unique event, and with so many wrestlers being involved, and so many different entrances, and the rise and fall. So the wrestler comes out, extreme pop, everyone's screaming, then the fight continues, it's like a minute. Some of them take a slow walk to the ring, and by the time they get in there and do a couple moves, next guy's on his way. So Royal Rumble was truly a unique experience for me, and I was a huge fan. And uh, now I kind of don't want to go to any other events because I feel like Royal Rumble is the best event. Like, that's the one to see. Um, so, either way, that was my, that was my brief little, little story about my trip to the Royal Rumble 2024. And how thoroughly impressed I was with the, the quality of the roster from top to bottom. Very physically like talented, physically gifted. The men and women were... We're super impressive, and I got to give a shout out to the crowd because they were all into it, and they they they're what made the whole event what it was. You know, you have the stars actually doing the performing, but it's the the crowd and the the atmosphere and the buzz and people wearing their shirts or they have the fake belts, and it was it was a unique event, and I really really glad I went. So anyway, this has been the Always Moving Podcast with your host Lyndon Savanto. And as we say around here, let's keep this thing moving.